Hello and happy Friday. Welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Burgers and the Butts. We are a week in December and we got a lot going on in the sports world. We've got breaking baseball news, NBA action, end season tournament, breaking golf news, and the NFL game, the NFL season is heating up. And we got the Army versus Navy game this weekend. So, got a lot to discuss, bringing it all to you at Burgers and Brats Podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. And check out the podcast website, burgersbratspodcast.com. Calm. Go get some merch for the holiday season. Surprise your special someone. I mean, who wouldn't want a cool-looking Burgers and Brats hoodie or t-shirt? So go check out the podcast store and on millions.co. Well, let's start with uh, kind of some sports news around the world. Juan Soto to the Yankees. I was ecstatic when I saw this news break last night. Kind of, I was just scrolling through Twitter and I just see Juan Soto's been traded to the Yankees. I'm like, yeah, okay, parody news. Uh, I thought it was fake, but nope. Juan Soto is officially in pinstripes. Uh, three-time All-Star. He had a career high of 35 home runs last year. Padres obviously didn't do what they were expected to during the season last year. But Juan Soto, I mean, championship for the Nationals. Uh, he's, he's only he's in his 20s, so early 20s. So this dude... It's still got a bright, bright future ahead of him. Uh, The Yankees also get outfielder uh, Trent Grisham, who's a two-time gold glove winner. And then the Yankees send four starting pitchers to the Padres, including Michael King. So, I mean, Yankees had a lot of problems with really everything last year. But, I mean, pitching was a bad issue. And you send away four starters, but, hey, they weren't doing anything last year. What are they going to do this year? They, they're still not going to play that well. And they get a, a world-class talent, uh, internet, uh, just an incredible talent with Juan Soto. I, I think it's a move you have to make, uh, especially with these guys getting older, with Judge and Stanton getting injured a lot. I mean, both guys getting the injury bug. Uh, it, it's a good move uh, to have some hitting and just another superstar in New York. So I, I really do like the like the trade here see if Juan Soto stays more than a year in New York which I'll see how he likes it I know Yankees fans are hostile and everything but I think he I think I think it could be set up for a couple years especially if they dominate and look good this first year in the contract but he does hit free agency next year overall do like the trade Juan Soto officially a Yankee and then John Rom is uh, really shocked the world uh, kind of reports came out. He could be joining Live, and he officially joins the Live Tour for a 450 to 600 million dollar contract. That is incredible. That is an incredible mo- amount of money. But I mean, I've heard this guy John Rom say for the last couple months, uh, I don't want to. I don't care about the Live. Uh, he was a pretty big proponent, uh, a pretty big hater of the Live, and I mean, we all are over here. You get less hours. You don't have to play as many tournaments. I think it's like 15 tournaments total. You know, it's three days. Uh, you get a lot of money, no cuts and everything. And I, that was a thing that John Rom was like, oh, I don't want to play over there. I want to play with the best of the best. He, John Rom quote, quote, John Rom, I wanted to stay in the format with the best in the world. 
that's been going on for 100 years, end quote. So, John Rahm, I mean, he, he's a big fan of PJ Tour. Not, not, was an outspoken, was outspoken about how he did not like live. And, I mean, there's no history there, obviously, and uh, the, how they get their money and their funds. But he also said, 400 million wouldn't change my lifestyle one bit. A direct quote from John Rahm. So, I mean, the <laughs> the biggest turntable right there. I mean, how the tables have turned on John Rahm just months ago saying, yeah, 400 million, that ain't doing nothing for me. 600 million, yeah, it, it might do a little more talking, but uh, just the complete 180 there. And uh, a little surprised by that. I, I really am surprised by John Rahm heading to live. It does suck to see to lose him to there because, I mean, we're not going to watch his tournaments. We're not, we'll see him on the Masters and these other big uh, tournaments that he's won and uh, going to be quali- qualified for and gets invited to every year. But, I mean, we're not going to watch him on the CW Network. No one's going to watch that. It, it sucks losing him because he seems like a great guy and, yeah, I mean, a great golfer. He kind of struggled towards the end of the year last year. But uh, John Rahm made made golf fun and i mean it, it sucks losing him especially after all these comments that he said just the 180 turn i don't like that i mean if you're gonna come out and say that the 400 million is not gonna change your life don't take the 400 million but um anyway goes and joins live which just it hurts it, it hurts to see that uh so that that's breaking news in the golf world and let's go to the NBA. The NBA in-season tournament really has been fun. Really didn't understand how, I mean, a lot of us, even the NBA players were like, how is this going to work? It's not going to be fun. It's just something stupid to add. Uh, but these players, I mean, watching Indianapolis get it to the semifinals and breaking they are in the finals uh, in, in, in the in-season tournament. They, their players are going crazy. I mean, they've got, I think, the smallest payroll in the NBA, I think most of their players are making 500000 or so. It, it, it was cool to see uh, their bench erupt and everything when they got to, when they made it to the semifinals. And then uh, they dominate the Bucks and make it to the finals. And they'll be playing the Lakers. I mean, who thought the Lakers uh, were going to make it or into the this deep? And who thought the Pelicans, they got to the semifinals. Who thought they would make it that deep? Who thought that would be the West, uh, out of the West in the semifinals for the in-season tournament but overall players seem they like it uh it's pretty good competitively and big props to adam silver for uh putting this on i mean a lot of people including myself had their doubts but it has it has done wonders and i think uh it's definitely here to stay for the foreseeable future a big hit for the players uh some other news around the nba I mean, Luka Doncic, is this dude winning MVP this year? 25-point triple-double in the first half. In the first half, yeah, not the whole game. The first half, a 25-point triple-double. Uh, I mean, this guy is cooking. He He's definitely in the shortlist for MVPs, and I wouldn't be surprised if this could be the year that he wins one. Uh, Dallas uh, doing okay on the year. I mean... They are the four seed, twelve and eight. So I mean, it's it's pretty close in the Western Conference right now. Uh, not much separation, but I mean, they they do a pretty good seed, especially with Kyrie Irving by his side. Uh, I think Luca can definitely have a chance. Joel Embiid, former MVP run, or previous MVP, 
reigning MVP, dropped 50 the other night in a win. Milwaukee, uh, who I said went to the semifinals for the in-season tournament. They're 15-7 and seven now on the year. And, I mean, no one's really talking about them. They're second in the East, and uh, no one's really batting an eye and everything. I mean, they still got Damian Lillard, and no one seems to care. So this team is still dangerous. The Magic are 14-7 and seven and third in the East. So that is crazy. It, Paulo Banchero is balling in Orlando. They look really good. And now, will that sustain? Probably not. It's the Orlando Magic, but it'll be fun to see them uh, making some noise and everything. Speaking of teams that aren't doing great, you have the San Antonio Spurs, who are now last in the uh, in the Western Conference. Hope I didn't say AFC earlier. I don't remember if I did. Uh, Western Conference, uh, but they have only won three games and they have lost fifteen straight. Fifteen straight games for Popovich and Wembenyama. And notice how no one's talked about women Yama. No one's talking anything about Vic. So uh, you, you got to start winning there. Uh, see, what, see if they can turn that around, but definitely not making the playoffs 3-17. and 17. You're, you're not going far at all. KD and LeBron, though, we got that battle the other night for the team to head to the semis. That was fun. Uh, that was a fun battle. LeBron, 4-20. and 20, or Kevin Durant is 4-20 and 20 against LeBron head-to-head without Golden State. So... Without Kevin Durant being on the Golden State Warriors, Kevin Durant has only beaten LeBron four times in his career. Pretty remarkable. Pretty remarkable there. And uh, they got a huge win against the, uh, the Suns the other night. And the Suns, 12-9 uh, and nine on the year, uh, still playing good. Booker just pretty inefficient uh, during their last game. And then it's just getting these guys healthy for the Suns and KD trying to stay healthy. Uh, Clippers, team in the, the other team in L.A., They've won seven of their last ten, including defeating the defending national or defending NBA champions, Denver Nuggets. Uh, they look pretty good. They look like they're settling. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I mean, four really great athletes, four of some of the best athletes, NBA players of all time, and uh, finally setting in and uh, doing what they do. It's just chemistry. It's how you win these games, chemistry. Uh, NBA though, it, it's a fun season. It, it's looking good. We're in December. We're we're in December. I mean, got a lot, got a lot to go. Got a lot of ways to go, but uh, should buckle up for a phenomenal ride. And the NBA in season championship game Saturday, Los Angeles Lakers versus the Indiana Pacers. I mean, the Indiana Pacers are super hot right now. They are super hot. But man, am I really going against LeBron in a championship series? When it's evenly matched up, no. I'm I'm going LeBron. Give me the Lakers defeating the Pacers in the NBA in the inaugural NBA end season tournament. Give me LeBron the first MVP of the tournament uh, all time. So NBA season, it's getting fun. It is getting fun. All right, uh, let's go into on this day in history, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care, located. 5757 Northwest 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. Check them out. Get your sunglasses, glasses, contacts. I got a new pair of Ray-Bans there just recently. And you can check out their website, HefnerEyeCare.com, where they have a virtual try-on. And you can put on your glasses or sunglasses. Check out their category from your own couch. All right, on this date 
1884, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain is published. Great book. I mean, if you haven't read it, you gotta read it. Uh, 1941, U.S. and Britain declare war on Japan. U.S. officially enters World War II. It is the FDR Day of Infamy speech. And then 1620, the Mayflower came ashore in Plymouth Bay. It's been that long, guys. It has been a couple centuries now. But on this day, the Mayflower reached the colonies, the soon-to-be colonies. A happy birthday, Nicki Minaj, Kirk Douglas, and Emily Dickinson. So happy birthday on this day, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. All right, college football season came to an end. Uh, you know how my stance on how the playoff committee playoff committee leaving out Florida State and uh, my top four and just my views on what all happened, the charade of the committee, the clown show, uh, what we call the college football playoff committee, but we got one more game, guys. One more game. Army versus Navy. Saturday, 2 p.m. Central on CBS. I mean, the over-under. This is an Iowa over-under right here. I just... They don't think these teams are scoring points. And, I mean, when I read these stats to you, there ain't much offense going on in this game. But the over-under, 27 and a half. All we need is two touchdowns by each team, guys. And we hit the over. That's it. That's all we need. Can they do it? Maybe. Army, three-point favorite. Game this year is in Foxborough, Massachusetts, where the Patriots play, who just got a win. Um, Army quarterback uh, Bryson Daly, 53 of 106 on the year uh, with 859 yards and six touchdowns. But So not great through the air, as you, can, as you can hear. But, I mean, through the ground, 188 yards or 188 rushing attempts on 821 yards and seven touchdowns. So... Uh, really good through the ground. That's that's obviously we watch this Army Navy teams and they're a ground threat. Not much, not much to the air that they got going on. Um, I mean, you know, Army is a it's a ground patrol. It's ground threat, baby, coming on the ground. Navy quarterback uh, Ty Lavatai, uh, 522 yards on the year, four touchdowns, two interceptions. So he's not throwing the ball at all either. I mean, rushing 56 attempts for 171 yards, two touchdowns. So he's running the ball quite a bit, but not as effective as uh, Bryson Daly. Bryson Daly for Army. I haven't had much of a quarterback battle there in a while. It'd be fun to see some five stars go to Army or Navy. That'd be awesome. Army, 209 rushing yards per game with 20.8 points a game. I mean, that's top 10 in the country rushing yards per game. Navy's all the way at 126 per game. So, uh, pretty big difference there. I mean, you expect this Army team to just lay it out all on the ground. I mean, make this Navy defense tired. Uh, both defenses are on the field a lot for each team. Both offenses, uh, very lackluster, a lot of punts, obviously. Uh, Army, 316 yards per game while Navy is averaging 169 yards per game total yeah not just through the ground or through the air 169 yards total for the game for Navy 
both the top 15 in rushing yards per game. Uh, defenses on the other end, both uh, in the 50s on total, uh, both giving up a lot, a lot of points. I mean, close to 400 points each uh, for for those teams. Uh, both five and six. I mean, they're looking for bowl win. They're looking for bowl uh, opportunities. Uh, they're looking to go bowling season, and uh, one of these teams has to win. Uh, they could both. They can't both lose. Uh, but one has to win this game. Uh, Navy, uh, Alex Tesca, 724 rushing yards uh, on the season on 117 attempts. Uh, it, it's really just which quarterback can make those make those throws if the coaching staffs let them make some throws. Uh, which one uh, can get those big third down conversions if they need to. Game, I mean, Army knows this. It's one in the trenches. Uh, this game is one in the trenches uh, coming up this weekend. It is going to be it's going to be a crazy game. Uh, I mean, we're all tuning in for it. It's Army Navy. I'm going to take Army 17 to 13 over Navy. Uh, so hit the over. Uh, it's hard to not hit the over, honestly. I mean, both these teams on the ground. Clock's going to be moving fast, but I think we get the over Army 17-13. Go Army. Beat Navy in this one. All right, that's college football. Let's head over to the NFL. I mean, we're already in week 14 now. Uh, We are are a few weeks away from finding out a playoff picture, and uh, we got our most dominant teams. We just had a big game with the Patriots and the Steelers deciding some playoff seeding. Patriots lose. Uh, That hurts them in the playoffs i mean two losses back to back and now they're seven and five and it is anyone's game in the afc uh week 13 though recap uh trevor lawrence high ankle sprain see how long he's out definitely not playing this week but uh take it week by week and the jags lead that division eight and four and i mean you can lose a couple games and you got Browns, Ravens, and then the AFC South. Uh, play the rest of your games there. Uh, this division could be up for grabs, and it, Trevor Lawrence doesn't get back, and uh, this team could definitely lose some games. Uh, 49ers stump the Eagles. I mean, they just dominate the Eagles. Jalen Hurts went out for a little bit, but 49ers with Brock Purdy, they weren't losing to the Eagles this time. Uh, it's going to be fun to see. I think this will be the NFC NFC matchup uh, in the semifinals. I, I think this is the game that decides who goes to the Super Bowl. And it's going to be a heck of a game with these two teams because these are the two best teams in, in football right now. Uh, they are number one and number two in my opinion. Jordan Love getting a huge win in Lambeau over the Kansas City Chiefs. Is he him? He might be him. He's been balling out the last two weeks. I think 800 total yards, zero interceptions, a uh, bunch of touchdowns. So uh, Jordan Love looks really good. Patriots, no offense last week. And they go in and put up a bunch of points on a really good Steelers defense uh, this weekend. So who knows what's going on there. Uh, Bill Belichick, man, uh, put up 21. That's a lot of points for them. But uh, they are now 3-10 and 10 on the season. The Dolphins keep rolling on offense. No, one, it, It's hard to stop this offense with Tyreek Hill and Tua. Uh, Tua, best receiver in football right now. I mean, 
Dolphins look really good. Uh, CJ Stroud, I mean, rookie of the year, MVP. He's putting up heck of a numbers and just don't see him getting stopped. I mean, unless that defense uh, just keeps giving up points. But CJ Stroud in the offense, Tank Dell can go put up points offensively and just match anyone in the league. I mean, they can match up the Dolphins easily. Uh, Jefferson, uh, Justin Jefferson set to return this week, so that's huge for the Vikings and definitely help them in the playoffs because they're 6-6 six and six and it is super tight in the NFC and every win, especially now, matters there. Alright, some games for this week. Week 14 Got a couple good games this week. Uh, not, not as good a slate as last week, but got a couple. Uh, Denver at the Chargers. Chargers, three-point favorites in this one. Uh, this one could just help decide the AFC West. I mean, if the Chiefs lose one more game, and uh, it, it's gonna one, it could be a one-game one advantage for the Chiefs, and it could be anyone's division. Russ, Russell Wilson, three interceptions last week. I mean, that's the reason they lost. Russell Wilson did not keep care of the football and it, it cost him could cost him playoff spot uh herbert 3,000 yards a uh, keenan 1,000 yard receiver so a great offense it's just these guys can't stop anything uh defense can't stop i mean an 80 year old man uh, we'll see how russell wilson goes against uh this team I, both defenses though uh 20 24th and 31st respectively for these defenses both offenses pretty mid uh, putting up just 22 points a game, so it should be a pretty back and forth battle with uh, all this, all these even uh, statistics. Uh, Chargers three and five in one score games, three and five. That's eight one score games, and they have a losing record. And I think this game will will definitely be a one score game. Chargers are also five and five when scoring first. That's a hard thing to do. Get out, score first, and still lose games like this. Because, I mean, they've got a really good offense, good receivers, uh, well, good quarterback play, good running back play, but all around good fundamentals and uh, just be able to score and not being able to hold on to those leads as well. If Russell Wilson goes out through throws zero interceptions, I think the I think the Broncos can win this game. Uh, it would be a one-score game, but I, I think it would be pretty handled by the Broncos. Uh, Chargers last week, though, I mean, you go in to Foxborough and you put up six points. You gave up zero, which is really good for that defense. Without Patriot offense is not great. But you only put up six points. I, I can't pick you to win a football game after that. Uh, Denver, 24-17. to 17. Expect both teams to put up some points this week, though. Uh, Seattle at San Francisco. San Francisco, a 10.5-point favorite. I remember we were talking about this game, uh, few weeks ago and uh, this game back then could have just helped decide the NFC West now it, it, it probably won't uh, San Francisco has a three game lead over there Seattle just fallen off a cliff the last few weeks it, it, it was a tight race a few weeks ago San Francisco top five offense and defense Brock Purdy is getting a lot of MVP love he's a good quarterback but I don't think he deserves to be in that MVP uh Great game man, game manager and a uh, ton of respect, but uh, I'm not voting this guy for the MVP. He's got a great head coach, great players all around. I mean, Chris McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Trent Williams, great defense. Uh, I'm, I'm not putting him 
as an MVP with all that around him. Seattle, on the other hand, uh, has lost four of their last five while San Fran has been rolling. San Francisco 8-1 and one when scoring first and leading at the half. So uh, don't expect them to score first and give up a lead, and I expect them to score first in this game. San Seattle does have a good offense. They've been putting up some points uh, recently. Haven't been able to stop anyone, and no one's stopping San Francisco, no matter how good that defense is. Anyways, uh, both teams just trending differently. Seattle got to get that. Uh, shut that run game down with Christian McCaffrey and San Francisco with the win. I mean, they keep their hopes alive for that one seed, especially because the Eagles have a tough game this week at Dallas. Uh, San Francisco, I mean, clear and cut, the favorite, the best team here. And I think they just kind of dominate this game. It, everything's in front of them. One game out of the one seed. San Francisco 31-20 to uh, 20 over the Seattle Seahawks. All right. Another big game, uh, two great games this week, Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs one-and-a-half-point favorites. Usually this game means a lot more this year. It kind of doesn't feel like that. Both teams, a bunch of losses. Buffalo's 6-6. Six and six. Uh, Usually this is the AFC Championship game, but uh, don't, don't see at least both these teams making it back or making it to that point. Uh, both quarterbacks uh, combined 3,100 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 26 interceptions. So, I mean, as much as these guys are putting the ball in the end zone, they're also putting it in the other team's uh, hands. Uh, Got to cut down on both those. I mean, I uh, really didn't expect at least Patrick Mahomes to be throwing this many interceptions this year, but Josh Allen has had that problem and thought he could take care of it, but it uh, hasn't been that way this year. Bills, top four on offense. Chiefs, top four on defense. Uh, also top ten on offense as well. Both teams, though, two and three in their last five. That's really not something you say about these teams the last few years. I mean, at any point during a season. Buffalo back in the playoff mix with a with a victory. And Chiefs, I mean, like I said, AFC West could be open for grabs for someone else instead of the Chiefs if they lose this game. Because Chargers or Broncos are right there, whoever wins that. A Buffalo top 10 rushing offense. you got to take advantage of that. I mean, Chiefs a little... Ste- uh, little uh, not as great against the run and got to keep the ball out of obviously Patrick Mahomes hands and that offense uh, let Josh Allen run the ball I mean Buffalo wins ball games when Josh Allen gets the ball on the ground uh, it's just that's just how it works Buffalo 27 points a game versus Kansas City's 22 could it be an upset Kansas City has not been looking good uh, as as good offensively as we expect without Eric Bieniemy. I think it's a close game. It's so hard to win at Arrowhead. I could see this this kind of flipping one way or the other, but I got Kansas City winning 23-21 to 21 in that. All right, and then finally, Philadelphia at Dallas Sunday Night Football. Dallas, a 3.5-point favorite in this one. Kind of surprising uh, to me. It, I, I do like the Cowboys this year, but, I mean, Mike McCarthy could not be there. Appendicitis. Uh, Dan Quinn could be calling the game. Uh, as a head coach and doesn't give him up in the booth could put them at a disadvantage uh, and, and this game could decide the MVP race with Dak and Jalen Hurts uh, whoever's whoever wins this game is set I mean for at least a top two definitely the I mean but obviously a top three seed in the NFC but Hurts 3,000 passing yards 19 touchdowns 10 interceptions and on the ground 430 rushing yards with 12 touchdowns so, I mean, Hertz has earned his way to be as the leader in the MVP conversations 
uh, with his ability through the air and the ground. Dak, 3,200 yards, 26 total touchdowns. So uh, he's also got a really good uh, credibility to be in this conversation. CD and A.J. Brown, both 1,000-yard receivers. I mean, great playmakers for these quarterbacks. That's a large reason, large part for their success. Both these receivers are the best uh, in football. Uh, Dallas first in points per game with 32, third in passing, and third overall on defense. So they, their stigma is they have not played that, that good of teams. And they haven't. They have not, but I mean, when they've played those bad teams, they've won like 40 to 15. It, it's been massive blowout wins. They did beat a Seahawks team that was finally above 500. Uh, they've been trending backwards, though. And then they did play Philadelphia close uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, can't really came down the final drive where they could have won it, honestly. And Philadelphia's defense, 31st against the pass. I expect Dak. I mean, don't don't make those mental mistakes that Dak Prescott does just turning the ball over. Philadelphia's last four games. I mean, we've had a Philadelphia game pick in here the last four weeks because they've played Dallas, Kansas City, the Bills, 49ers. I, the tough slate. I mean, you're mentally, physically drained playing some of the best teams in football. And... It's just tough doing that every single week. I know they're tired. They got to go on the road again to a divisional rival. Philadelphia, I mean, also is in eight one-score games. They've been in eight one-score games. That, that's tiring. That's frustrating. And uh, when you play these really good teams, I'm, but you find ways to win, and that's a testament to how good this team is. Why the, these players are so good and hurts MVP, and they're the one seed in the NFC, and they're playing these hard teams. But I know they are tired and drained. Dallas. But they both score fast. Dallas wins. 27-23. to 23. But we're not be surprised if Eagles go in. And I know Jalen Hurts is just built different. So could see that happening. But I think Dallas goes in. Or Dallas big win at home Sunday night football. So. All right. That's my NFL picks for the week. Did really good last week uh, with my picks as well. Uh, let's move on to my final segment, who I'm sharing my burger and brought with. Kaitlin Clark, 3,000 career points. I mean, this girl's a baller. Love watching her play. Uh, she's got her Iowa team top five in the country and expects another big run this year in March Madness. But uh, fun watching Kaitlin Clark play. She just surpassed 3,000 career points and is going to get a lot more. She's also the first ever in men's or women's basketball to have 3,000 points, 750 rebounds, and 750 assists. This girl can play. This girl can ball. Uh, yeah, first ever to do that in men's or women's basketball. So congrats, uh, Caitlin Clark, share my burger, and brought with her. All right, everyone, thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service, at Burgers and Brots, and stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. At burgers and brats check out the podcast website burgersbrotspodcast.com go get some merch in time for the holiday season thank you all for listening take care stay safe enjoy your weekend